Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. Once upon a time, there was a brick maker, and he made bricks all day long. He would take special, sort of very thick clay mud that was the best for making bricks. Question. What was his name? We'll get to that. He would pat them into brick shapes, either rectangular shapes or sometimes round, flat shapes. He would smooth off the tops and he would put them in his kiln, which is a very, very, very hot oven. It's used for baking bricks to make them hard. And because his job was making bricks, everyone called him Brickman. Now, whether that was originally his name, I sort of doubt. But everyone had called him by that name for so long that that was the only name he remembered. Well... Brickman worked so hard at making bricks, and he worked at it for so long, that soon people not just from his village, but people from the village next door, and the village up the road, and the village down the river, and the village across the river, all began sending requests for bricks too. So Brickman had to build another kiln. He hired someone to help him. And soon he was making twice as many bricks busy. From dawn to dusk the fires roared in his kilns as he made bricks. But one day the fame of Brickman had spread so far that a noble came to town. He came to say that he was building a castle. And Brickman said, well, your lordship, that sounds like a wonderful project. And the noble said, well, I would like you to make the bricks for my castle. And Brickman said, well, begging your pardon, but I always thought castles were built of stone, not of bricks. And the noble said, well, I want a castle that is different than all the others, so I want mine built out of bricks. And Brickman said, but what will you do if someone attacks your castle? Brick is not as strong as stone. And the noble nodded, and he said, that's why I'm coming to you. You're the most famous brickmaker in the kingdom. I want you to make bricks that are as tough as stone, that will withstand catapult. And Brickman said, well, I'll try. And so the next day he did not light his kilns. He sat and he thought. He thought about making bricks of different shapes, different sizes, and he thought about making bricks that had little tabs that fit into the other bricks around them. He thought about making big round bricks, big square bricks, big flat rectangular bricks. No matter what he thought of, he just didn't think it would be as tough as stone. Maybe he thought, what I need is a different kind of mud. Something that dries to be as hard as stone. He could not imagine where he could find mud like that. And so he decided to go on a long walk. 
the mud, the clay mud that he got, he got from the river near his village. And he thought, perhaps in different parts of the river there are different types of mud. And so he went on a long walk. He walked down the river for three days, and every hundred steps he stopped and he filled a little vial full of mud, enough to make one brick. Well, even what, only one brick, that mud got heavy fast. Fortunately, he brought a cart with him, pulled by oxen. He pulled it all three days' walk down the river, and then he walked back to the village. And he made each of those mud samples into a brick. And then he took a hammer to them. He had all the bricks out, and he walked down the line, and he would whack each one with a hammer. Well, a lot of them crumbled, and those he knew weren't going to work. And some of them cracked, and those he knew weren't going to work. Out of the hundreds of mud vials he'd gotten, there were three that when he hit him with the hammer, they didn't crack, and they didn't crumble. They were still there, they just had little marks on them from the hammer, and he thought, wow, that's tough mud. Then he went and looked to see where he'd gotten those kind, kind of mud, and it was all three bricks were from the same area of the river. He remembered where it was, it was about a half day south along the river. And he remembered noticing that mud had a weird sort of shiny look to it, almost metallic, kind of silvery. And he thought, well, that's what I'm going to try to make my bricks out of. And so he went and he got big cartloads of mud, and he made the bricks. He made bricks and bricks and bricks and bricks. It took him three weeks, and the noble finally came back and demanded his bricks. And he said, are they as good as stone? And Brickman said, I don't know, your lordship. All I know is they're as good as I can make them. And they're much tougher than ordinary bricks. And the noble nodded. And he went off. Brickman went one day, about three months later, to see the castle that the noble had built. It was indeed a very interesting-looking castle because it was sort of that red-brown color of bricks instead of the gray of a normal castle. And Brickman thought it was very beautiful, and the noble was happy. And another year or two went by, and then came a bad time in the kingdom. And one of the nobles to the south of the noble who had the brick castle died, and he had been a peaceful and wise ruler. But he had not had an heir, he had no son or daughter, and so his nephew came to rule his particular part of the kingdom. And his nephew was not kind, and he was not good. And instead of ruling his people and building roads and using taxes for, for keeping life good for his people, he used his taxes to hire mercenaries, and he went to war. And he marched his mercenaries up the river, and he burned villages. And the people in Brickman's village heard that they were coming, and they ran to the brick castle of the noble for safety. And the noble let them in, because he was a good ruler, and he believed in protecting his people. And he sent a messenger to the king, who was in charge of all the nobles, to come and stop this noble who was 
was making trouble, and it was going to take the messenger a day and a half to get to the king, and then it was probably going to take the king a day and a half to get back. But on the very first night after the messenger had gone, the mercenaries arrived, and the nephew who was making war, his name was Boulder, Boulder came before the gates, and he said, Surrender your castle. And the wise noble, whose name was Vond, said, No, these are my people, and I will protect them, and you have no right to my castle. Boulder said, Well, then neither of us will have it, because I will tear it brick from funny-looking brick. And he brought his catapults and his trebuchets and his ballistas forward, pulled by groups of his mercenaries. And Vaughn looked over at Brickman, and he said, I guess we're about to find out whether your bricks are any good. And Brickman just sort of swallowed. And they watched as they began to pull large stones from where I could find them and load them into the catapult. And the first catapult fired, and Brickman watched as that huge boulder bigger than he was, arched up into the sky and came down, bam, against the brick castle wall, and it just bounced off. The bricks had sort of some rock dust on them, but they did not crumble, and they did not crack. And Vaughn grinned at Brickman, and Brickman grinned back at him, and they watched as one of the trebuchets fired. And its stone also just bounced off the wall. Well, Vaughn said, Brickman, why don't you come inside and have dinner with me? And they did. That night he had dinner with the noble, and they ate a delicious meal all through the boom, 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 boom sound of rocks hitting the walls the strong brick walls of the castle. That sound continued all through the night and the next day, and the third day. And the third day, they managed to hit the same spot in the brick wall with several big rocks in a row, and it, it sort of cracked just a little bit. And Vaughn and Brickman looked at each other worriedly. Vaughn said, I don't know, a stone wall would have fallen down by now. He said, I, I don't know how much longer this can hold. But just about that time, they heard the sound of trumpets, and it was the king returning with the messenger, and behind the king were his army of knights. And he dismissed the mercenaries, and he took the nephew, Boulder, and he arrested him for making war inside his kingdom. And then the king said, there is no one to succeed him. He said, Vond, who do you think, Duke Vond, who do you think should be appointed to rule Boulder's kingdom and to undo the damage he's done? And Duke Vaughn said, well, he doesn't know anything about making war, but I think that after all the damage Boulder's done, there are a lot of buildings that need repair and a lot of roads that need repair in his duchy. And if there's one person I know who knows about bricks for buildings, building roads. It's Brickman here. And Brickman said, what? No, I'm just a brickmaker. And the king said, no, you are my subject, and I say what you are. 
And from now on, I name you Duke Brickman Neil. And Brickman kneeled before his king, and the king drew out his sword, and he touched the flat of it to first one shoulder and then the other, and then to the top of his head. And he said, I dub thee Duke Brickman, serve me well. And that day Brickman packed up his things, and he moved into the castle to the south. And there he ruled wisely for many years. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show, but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.